0: Welcome back to Momo on the Move. Today we have um, my special guest Joshi here today.
1: What's up, guys?
0: Um, don't mind the shades, they're my new favorite shades right now. So I decided
1: I think they're dope. to
0: stunt on the <laughs> on the pod and on the tube. Alright, so let's uh, give a little intro to Joshi. Joshi and I met at a concert like very recently. Yeah. We're newfound besties. Um, kindred spirits, one might say.
1: Absolutely.
0: um So we met out here at a concert, an EDM show, okay, and
1: it was dope. It was
0: dope. Etc. Etc. Et played too. Right.
1: Before, it was. Okay. It was a
0: great time. I was. I was shaking my ass. I was having a great time. But you know, like EDM, and I went with Sterling, and from what I
1: hear, he's not much of a dancer. Not
0: much rhythm there. He's a white boy. But so when I saw Joshy on the dance floor. I was like, oh, he knows yep. how to dance. Cuz uh, like Spanish music came on, I was like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> I hear
1: I hear music and I have to move. Yes. Uh, being born and raised Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican
0: family. And then I Hispanic knew he families. was Puerto Rican and then I could tell he had the East Coast vibe. It was like instant connection and we're also capricorn, so it was like Absolutely. we were bound to connect. <laughs> anyway, so let's hear about your hustle. Like what made you come out here to LA?
1: Yeah, um, so I came out to LA to pursue a career in entertainment, like most people do. Um, for me, though, it was mostly like on camera work, uh, acting, and then I was also interested in like writing and producing on projects as well. Um, just because I have kind of dabbled in that realm. When I was younger, like writing for like writing contests and like stuff, it was stuff that always interested me.
0: You have a creative. Yeah, I've
1: just I've been I've been attracted to the arts at a very young age. Um, Music is also music and entertainment is just a really big thing in my family. Um, My uncle is a uh, successful musician in Puerto Rico. My mother was a dancer and singer. uh, Went to. High school with a 50 Cent jaw. Oh, wow. Um, well, and I, that's like knew. cool. Yeah, new <laughs> fun like,
0: bag. Or I
1: had danced with Jennifer Lopez when they were younger wow. and stuff. Um, so your
0: mom's pretty popping.
1: Yeah. So it was always it was always something that was close to us and always something that I was raised to really appreciate. Um, and so I moved out to LA to like have my go and see where I was going to end up. Um, It wasn't necessarily coming out here and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a famous actor, I'm going to be a famous writer, movie star, whatever. I was just like, I want to pursue entertainment.
0: Whatever um, comes first, I guess.
1: And whatever shape, way, place Mm -hmm. that takes takes place or that happens. Yeah. uh, I was just... Ready for an adventure, really. And I wanted to kind of see what I had. You to know? Bring
0: to the table.
1: Yeah. And got to come to the city where everything's popping.
0: Fair you know? enough. And uh, you came from where?
1: Bronx, New York.
0: You're? Year? <laughs> Year? <laughs> you should have been on our Bronx sale episode, but it's okay. <laughs> um, and like, how old were you when you came out here?
1: Uh, when I moved out to LA, I was 18. Wow, I was 18 when I moved out to LA. was young. From Jacksonville, Florida, and I drove wow, so you did,
0: drive that's across country. the country. Yeah. Yeah. so it's on my bucket list. I'm gonna have it's gonna it, it was awesome. From California to New York. Or I or recommend
1: it. I recommend doing it when you're not moving, so that way you can take your time and really appreciate the sights and not feel yeah. really rushed. Uh, but still, got to stop in a couple of places what was along your favorite the way. Tombstone. So Tombstone. Okay. Uh, tombstone uh, is a movie uh, with uh, Val Kilmer and uh, uh, many other famous actors. One of my favorite Western movies. Um, but it's an actual place uh, based on historical events that happened. Or the movie is based on historical events that happened at Tombstone.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so went there, saw where like all the famous shootouts happened. Okay. Um, and where is
0: that?
1: Uh, Tombstone, Arizona. Arizona. Okay.
0: To say. i hear great things about arizona
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean tombstone is one so.
0: there we go now i have uh, that
1: was that was my favorite place all sure.
0: right and how long so you said when you were 18 how old do you know
1: uh i am 26 years old now so it's been a while I'm about to be 27 so it's
0: been a while yeah. and like how hard was the transition for you coming out here from new york at such a young age did you know anyone here like um
1: I Knew what
0: like, was like the bug that made you just like I read them out
1: uh, Well, I always knew because um, I moved from New York to Florida and then from Florida to here while I was in Florida I was still going through high school um, And I just knew that I was not staying in Florida. I was either gonna go back to New York Or go to Miami if I did stay in Florida, or go to LA, like go to these really big cities cities where entertainment is. Happen. Yeah, and entertainment is a a very big part of life and work. Um,
0: It makes things fun. Yeah,
1: it has a lot of uh, potential opportunities. Right. Um. So I was like, I'm always going to get out of here. Mm -hmm. I just don't know which which city is first and when am Mm -hmm. I leaving. But I made the jump, and I was like, you know what, gonna go to LA because everybody says everything starts and ends there. So,
0: well, it's been fun. It's been fun so far.
1: Um, Oh, it's been an amazing adventure. It's been great. I've I can't Uh,
0: complain. I've met some pretty cool people out here, like yourself, like you. Um. So how do you compare the hustle from New York to the hustle in LA? Um. I mean, it's also different, I guess, since you were younger, it's different mentality.
1: But, yeah, different mentalities, um, different kind of, like, ways that the cultures operate in right. the two separate cities. Um, but as far as the hustle specifically is concerned, um, it's difficult to say. I mean, it feels like New York is always on. It's like it's we are the city that never sleeps, but it's not just because of partying. It's like people are still working until like... It's like
0: you're leaving a party. From you're 9, 9 p.m. So we'll go to, work. to like
1: 5 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so it's kind of like you're always going to... Always on the go. Try and make your... Um, sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, you're always going to try and like get your piece of the pie. You're mm-hmm. always trying to fight for what what it is that you have already, you know, the comforts in life.
0: The competitiveness is definitely way more intense in New York.
1: I would say intense in a different way because the competitiveness in LA is for entertainment,
0: especially. Yes. It's
1: like people come to LA to pursue their wildest dreams. Yeah. Um, they come here to, like I did, see like what they can make of themselves mm-hmm. to prove to themselves or to anyone else around them that they do or don't have what it takes, mm-hmm. um, or they discover something completely new about themselves and pursue that instead and see where that takes mm-hmm. them. Um, but competitive nature in LA is a little bit more shady. Yeah. I would say it's more shady in LA um, because there are some people that are great uh, or some projects that you start out working on that are great that turn out not to be so Mm -hmm. as time continues on or as um, different things start happening. Um, Whereas in New York, a lot of things that happen, you can take at for face value. Yes. because even if it comes off as brash or straight up rude like it, it is like new yorkers have the reputation of coming off as assholes or rude um because we are just honest the part that new yorkers may not hurts. realize is that like you don't always have to be too blatantly honest but <laughs> you know for better or for worse like that's where we operate is. um So yeah, I would say just like both cities are highly competitive just in different ways. The New York competitive nature is intense and always on. Whereas LA is like very shady, but like there are, there, there is diamonds in the rough. There is gold that you can strike and like there are still people to this day that just get lucky, like booking a first project or creating uh, your first uh, art piece or gig mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you do, and it goes off, people get hear of it, and you can blow up. Okay. So it really just is, how bad do you want it, and how much time are you willing to to put in?
0: There's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Right. So like, what are you doing out here?
1: Um. So, my day-to-day career, I, I work in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work as a social media manager and content producer for a marketing agency. Um, but my specific job or my specific job in that marketing agency is in the gaming arm. So uh, I book clients um, who hire me to either consult them or curate their social media pages. For gaming products or brands or new releases.
0: That's dope. And like, who are your biggest clients right
1: now? So, my biggest client right now that I can say is uh, Netherrealm Studios and Warner Brothers with Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, dope. Um, having a lot of fun working on the social media pages for that. If you guys are Mortal Kombat fans, then. You follow our social media pages, thank you.
0: Check out Jashi I'll put a link <laughs> to all his stuff the, in the description, as always.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if you are a gamer, like fighting games, and you haven't played Mortal Kombat, check it out. Uh, if you're a fan, thank you for playing, and uh, I hope you're tearing it up on ladder. And uh, <laughs> good luck with our combat league, because I am not having any... I'm not that great at the game, but I do enjoy it. And I like, what made you go
0: into this realm? Because you know, I mean, it's it's entertainment. Yeah, um, um,
1: but
0: different from like acting and writing and
1: yeah. So, uh, kind of like what I was saying earlier, just
0: com- how did you fall coming into out it?
1: coming out to L.A.? I was open to Whatever. any form or avenue of entertainment because I was obsessed with it all growing up. I had read comic books, watched anime, played video games, and like Saturday morning cartoons were a big thing. Um, but also, like, had a love for like movies and film and music and art. Uh, and so, moving out to LA, like, I pursued many things and kind of fell into gaming by chance. Um, I met. Uh, I, I met someone at a gig that I was working, kind of like a, a promo gig. Uh, it's a freelance job that I was just doing to make some money. Okay. Um, and uh, he had heard that I was a, a big gaming fan um, and was uh, somewhat of a voice actor. I had voice acting in the representation, and they were like, "Well, do you want to do you want to come in and like kind of just do some free reads for us?" So you did voiceovers.
0: Um, so, yeah, like oh. a
1: free voiceover or uh, voiceover auditions where you kind of just do, like, the background characters that you hear in, like, characters cartoons, like, whoa, or, hey, look at that, or, like, stuff like that. Um, and I did that. Uh, they liked it. And, and they were like, hey, why don't you read for this character? And I was like, okay. Uh, ended up being for... Um, a side character that uh, ended up uh, being in Mass Effect Andromeda um, and I didn't get the part <laughs> I didn't book it but I, I found like there is so many avenues uh, in gaming that I just haven't explored before <laughs> and like this is such a cool it's a cool community and cool way to like pursue entertainment and of course at that time like because of the rise of social media mm-hmm. and how powerful it became as a yeah. communications tool. Um, and how like kind of gaming and nerd culture were like being risen the to the top. Collided. Yeah. Everything kind of just meshed I well like, together. Yeah, social perfectly. media has
0: brought a lot of collaboration with different medias and avenues. Like just like, yeah. Cause it's like, that's just the way to promote. Your shit. Exactly, it's,
1: it's exactly. The avenue. And like because because all that happened, I kind of just like talked more about all of this stuff that was happening on social media and posted, and people started to get more interested. And yeah. in like the more nerdy gaming stuff that I post about what I was doing, yeah. um, people started contacting me more. It's like, hey, I didn't know that you were involved with this. Like, we're trying to write for this like uh, indie game or we're trying to get motion capture for this game and stuff like that. And so I kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything in the gaming industry while still posting on social media. Uh, Eventually, like, um, got to a point where things came to a lull for a bit. And I was like, all right, well, I've discovered that I really like working in gaming. Uh, Entertainment for me was taking a little bit of a lull. So I was like, let's see what gaming opportunities are yeah. out there for me and started uh, seeing what I can do at like an entry level, like social media position or entry level, like office position at these gaming companies nice. um, and kind of worked my way through a couple of uh, companies and partnerships, worked with uh, Riot Games, League of Legends, worked with um, a, a startup called Super League Gaming that hosts a, uh, Competitive esports tournaments all over the United States. Um, did a little work with Activision and Blizzard, uh, on Call of Duty. <laughs> you've,
0: uh, uh, and now have done quite a bit. Now, um, at
1: the marketing agency that I'm at, uh, doing Mortal Kombat. There
0: you go. When, um, you also do stunt like work, did you not?
1: I have done stunt Wasn't work. Wasn't
0: that like your bread and butter when you first yeah, started? It out was,
1: it t- was. Uh, uh, oh, so, right. I did a lot of uh, licensed precision mm-hmm. driving. Uh, which that's a lot of the things that you see in like uh, car commercials,
0: like Fast and Furious,
1: <laughs> like Fast and Furious. So you were
0: like the driver. So
1: a lot of the things that I would do was like uh, desert drives and drifting oh, and stuff. Dopey. So like the stuff in the car commercials where it's like this is a closed track or not, <laughs> like and you you just see people like power sliding in the deserts. That's uh, did you ever like get group. in an
0: accident by?
1: Oh, i never. I guess never, that's why they
0: pay you big bucks. i never
1: gotten an accident that I wasn't supposed to get into. Okay. <laughs> so All right. I'll say that. All right. um, but I also did um, martial arts, uh, and that led me to doing a lot of like fight choreography for projects. A lot of um, also um, like free running choreography because I did uh, parkour and tricking. Uh, part of my martial arts training was in XMA, and that involves like a lot of acrobatics into your movements and parkour was always just like parkour. an interesting yeah
0: parkour. <laughs> like, That's uh, you have to say. parkour
1: it's all it's always been so interesting to me and how bodies move so fluidly and how like people can yeah jump. i'm so like
0: not graceful and i and would fall so, on my face and um yeah
1: because, because of the xma is. training and all that stuff i was like well that doesn't seem like too far from what i already do right. like let me just try these like like uh, climbing mechanics and like a lot of like physical training. It was actually a lot of work, um, but if you are ever interested in getting into parkour, do it because it's a lot of fun. But uh, that is are how you still I doing made. I still train lightly. Uh, I have sustained a couple of injuries and plus age is a thing. We all get old. I'm starting to realize now. But
0: you're a baby still. I am
1: a baby. I just I can't go level, as hard. I'm 26 years old.
0: He's lived the life already. Um,
1: I can't go as hard as I used to because I damaged my body a lot while I was younger.
0: I'm right there with you. My liver hates me.
1: <laughs> me is just my bones. Martial arts, stunts, I, I, have, I have sustained a couple injuries, um, dislocated joints, Jeez. shoulders, sockets, broken bones, but...
0: I don't know if I would continue if, like, I broke all this shit. I'm like, medical bills are not cheap.
1: Yeah, but when you need money no, I feel and they're know. offering you a couple grand to, like, light yourself on fire, you're like, hey, I guess... All right, like... <laughs> How safe can we make this?
0: Are my eyebrows? Did your eyebrows? Are All your right,
1: eyes? cool. That seems safe enough. Mm-hmm. This paycheck now seems working. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. So, what other side hobbies do you have? Um, I know music is big because that's how we met. Yep. Um,
1: DJing is my biggest side hobby. Okay. Um, I also still do like uh, promotions for events. Um, uh, still uh, host parties.
0: Um, when did you pick up DJing?
1: DJing I picked up, I want to say a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been in love with music and while I was still in New York, mm-hmm. um, I had friends that all were, of course, uh, like into like rap and hip hop mm-hmm. and like producing beats and right. like freestyling on the corner. Right. So growing up with that. Uh, influence, like I've always had a love for music, mm-hmm. um, and then got to mess around in the studio when I was younger, and then kind of rekindling that love being out here in LA, um, meeting up with friends that I had made that had uh, started to become quite successful in in their DJ career mm-hmm. uh, and are booking local shows and so starting let's... to do tours. And through, through that group of people, I kind of fell back into, like, DJing and music production and and uh, music events and going to EDM shows and um, kind of, like, the mechanics of how that works, not yeah. just, like, oh, we're going to a party. Of so you course, that wasn't so the it. So you
0: studied it.
1: Uh, yeah, it was... I mean, that's like an was, actor
0: goes through the movies.
1: Exactly. You, it was you like, don't just go through the felt, movies.
0: You kind of just...
1: It felt very much like I was preparing for an audition that I didn't know I had yet. Um, Because I was just. That's a good way to put it. Being being around that crowd and like. You need to
0: know what makes the audience
1: hype. That, but also like reconnecting with the love that I had forgotten that I had for music and being around that crowd of like people that were so talented in music already and making names for themselves Mm -hmm. or had already made names for themselves. I was just soaking up everything like a sponge. Like I wanted, I wanted to just know more. Like, mm-hmm. of course the, the party scene is the big draw. Everybody gets, everybody gets drawn to it or introduced to this scene because mm-hmm. of it. But it all, every time, even no matter what show I'm, I'm at or what I'm listening to, like I'll be in my car, just blasting music parked in a lot with my eyes closed. Cause I'm just like in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, And just being around those people was just so inspiring that I was like, I have to do this. Like, I have to just like try my hand at it, not looking to like become huge, uh, not looking to like, I don't know, become like uh, a world touring DJ. If that happens, awesome. Like I'd love to do that. Uh, but it's something that I'm doing right now because I love, Okay. um it's purely because of the passion and like I can, mu- I can music I feel the
0: passion and music is something that
1: like is very spiritual to me like you can put music to anything or you can change anything with the right song or with the right tune
0: I agree. Um, and music also is very important in my life i think it just like creates the mood creates like and can connect people without like people like don't even speak the same language but like we can like the same yeah we connected through music
1: we didn't even talk to each other but seeing each other dance Mm -hmm. and we were just on that same wavelength feeling the music and we're just like yes let's dance this is fun this is happening
0: yeah um
1: and then also just like actually performing a dj set for a crowd of people is one of the most magical things that you can experience like yeah. it's it's one it's DJ one thing i know uh, you told me it was it's very all,
0: it was a very uh, lower scale it's one thing
1: like being <laughs> in, uh, being in the crowd yeah. and, like feeling the music and like the bodies next to you and everybody dancing and seeing the lights but seeing it from the dj's perspective just a sea of bodies like
0: i can only imagine like
1: flowing it's almost like you're controlling an ocean of people with wow. sound and like just watching them wave and the move and waves. dance and vibe and just it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's a magical experience. I know it sounds like no, oh, it sounds like, great. This guy is like a super hippie, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it truly is. Yeah, one of very the most great comparisons.
0: Things. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, mine was on a lower scale at frat houses and houses. <laughs> and hey, I was just like, yeah.
1: everybody gets their start somewhere. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't know if I'm going to continue. I don't think, I don't know.
1: Who knows? I started practicing by myself in a living room with virtual DJ on a laptop. And now, like, I play at shows and I host parties. So what's,
0: like, the biggest show you've ever performed
1: at? uh, I've played at a club. Uh, It was at a side room opening for, I forget the artist. No, like, really big name. It was a bigger, oh, Sage Armstrong. Um, it was for yes. Sage Armstrong, um, like a, a tech house DJ. Okay. Um, but that was probably the biggest show that I had done. I think about 80 to 100 people were in the room that I was playing in. Okay. Um, all at once, and it was great. It was great. Just like I still haven't seen him, so
0: I don't know what he's got. She
1: hasn't. I want her to come to a show. I'll let know if he's, party. if he's
0: good. Yeah. I'm we'll, sure
1: we'll, you do, are. we'll do a, a part two episode part where it's two. just like, all right, this is what it's it. like. This is his
0: set. We're going to give a, a live set on the Move.
1: Uh, we'll record some video from my perspective so everybody yeah. can oh, see, dope. see
0: like what that. it's like
1: to control the crowd and the lights you come on. You can see
0: what the what DJ sees. Yeah. That's dope.
1: See the world from my So, what's your name? So, my alias is Trickster. I
0: like it. Uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Why Trickster?
1: Um, you know, it started as a joke. <laughs> um, I was originally like
0: DJing, starting it, started as a joke, or like the name started. Yeah,
1: as a joke. it was kind of just like tossing around, like I don't know, like how people come up with nicknames for you, like when you're growing up as a kid, like oh, like
0: Joshy, like Joshy,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, and started out like people just like describing like attributes is honestly so me and a bunch of friends just got so you high play a lot of tricks on people <laughs> we smoked are you gonna
0: play prank on me is
1: <laughs> i april do fools, like
0: your favorite
1: thing no it's not <laughs> because i've done some very cruel things to oh, people God. on april fools and they've gotten me back and i've learned my lesson right, you learned so april way. fools <laughs> no longer my thing
0: okay
1: um but yeah me me and a bunch of friends just got together we were messing around smoked a little bit so we were feeling a type of way okay um and like we kind of just like started like describing each other like not like as like a roast or just like just be like oh like this is what you come off as or like this is what we see from an outside perspective Hmm. of you and so people got to me and like people kept saying like i don't know like i'm a big dope a goofball some people say like i could be like like a cute like (laughs) goofy or just in the way that I
0: act. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Um,
1: and like, it kept going. And like I was like, this is funny. I'm very entertained by this. And somebody finally said trickster. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, how am I a trickster? It's mm-hmm. like, no. like, Like, you remind me of, like, Loki. Like, the trickster god. Where it's like, you're misch-
0: mischievous
1: a in a way that's neither good nor bad. You just do things just to see things happen, and you're entertained by whatever okay. happens.
0: And yeah. I was I very, like that I was very, I was
1: very entertained by that concept. And so I tried to, I tried to implement elements of that into my music. As you should. So I feel like I'll, I'll,
0: I'll be playing be like, you from the rest.
1: I'll be playing like a really popular like house track or like a techno track or. Like, even, like, a jersey bounce or, like, a a club banger, And, like, I'll have a build-up that everybody knows and is familiar with. And then I'll just, like, to add my little trick element, like, (laughs) I'll go into a drop of, like, a video game song or, like, something from anime or, like, just something completely random. Maybe even, like, switch out. Like, I'll go from techno into, like, dubstep. Okay, and like, come, like, just take people by surprise and just okay. see what that does to the crowd. I'm excited
0: like, to see him perform, entertained
1: by it. So, like, I just became, like, first I was thinking about, okay, well, what about the name Loki? Since, like, you said, mm-hmm. like, I reminded you of Loki, and then I was like, all right, what are what are other names for like mischievous?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I found a, I found a few that I had liked, but none that really like caught my attention as much as when they just said like it was one word trickster and i was like all right i'm just gonna stick with
0: that
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so now i am trickster
0: so what is like your main genre when you're djing
1: uh really it just depends on the mood i i love every genre of edm um i love every genre of music really except I think country and like smooth jazz. No offense to country or smooth jazz. jazz fans. Um, it's just not me. I
0: love a good saxophone though.
1: <laughs> Everybody loves a good Everyone saxophone.
0: Loves a good saxophone
1: right?
0: um, That's why we were at OK.
1: Exactly. I
0: went for the saxophone solely.
1: But uh, And then it really, I learned Etc.
0: was fucking popping. Exactly. I was like, oh Ooh. man,
1: Etc., Etc. just gets me every time. tone vibes. Just, mm. um, but yeah, it'll depend on. A few things like if I know the crowd that I'm playing for, like if I know that I'm going to a club that's really popular yeah, for house music or if if the other artists that are playing are like house DJs or a playing house, I'll probably do something to accompany that so that way it's all like the the entire venue stays on all all on the same vibe. But theme. you still want to do things that set yourself apart. So if I'm playing at a house venue, I will play, like, like Electro House or Deep House or something that sounds like me but still fits the venue. Okay. Or I'll, uh... So you're very broad. If, yeah, if I'm playing, like...
0: You can do it all.
1: If I'm playing, like, a show just for myself, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, uh, what's I,
0: your favorite? I love to favorite? keep
1: it diverse. Uh, but my go-to styles, I would say are um base house uh jersey bounce uh trap and i'll throw in like maybe a little bit it's i'll switch between like maybe side trance or dubstep but those those are my general styles that if like i'm playing for me or if i'm just playing to like practice mm-hmm. like my technicals i'll play it through those those styles specifically Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I love it
0: all. <laughs> Can't. He's a very easy to please. <laughs> um, so hypothetically speaking, if you know, yo DJ Trickster hits the ground running and people just want to buy see you buy your tickets, like would you leave the career that you have now to go all the way with DJing, touring, and all that good stuff? Uh,
1: I want to say yes, but I I would really have to think about it. Um, what, if,
0: would, if,
1: what would? Um, and I mean, like in period. the scenario of like, so, like you come up to me right now and you're offering me the opportunity of a lifetime. Like I would, I would have to take a minute to think about it, um, because that would be what? like a lot of time away from home. That would be a lot of traveling. But at the same time, like, who doesn't want to? Like try Chase, live the, the dream. <laughs> try their big shot at a dream that they worked so hard at. Um, so, like I, I would say yes, but I wouldn't just like just jump right. You need to. like. I, I need to plan. Not not necessarily like think of reasons why I shouldn't, but I would just like to plan. Okay. Uh, make sure I had all my ducks in a row before I just word for i'm sure year. 18
0: year old joshie would be like yeah <laughs>
1: exactly
0: down. now He's now, now I've, I've
1: learned i've learned to you know take it slow don't rush into things
0: okay
1: rushing into things is uh
0: it into
1: it never produces the best results i'll say that um but yeah Sometimes if, if, if dj trickster takes off like of of course I would try my hand on
0: my. Picture. What like festival show is like your dream to perform at?
1: Uh, I would have to say Ultra. I know a Ultra, lot of. I've heard
0: good things. A lot of
1: DJs. The I've goal. Ultra
0: Miami is the goal is
1: EDC world. for me. It's Ultra Miami because that was my uh, my my was. big intro into like major festivals and like. um I feel
0: like just, you do, like, I feel like you would do well. If, like, the type of music that you're talking you like, your genre, I feel yeah, like you'd I- do well in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think you would do very well in Yeah.
1: I-, I have a lot of friends. But and I, need in Miami I need to hear first. I need to pre approve it. Yeah, I still I still need, I'm telling you, part two. It's coming soon. Part two will come. <laughs> and you'll be able to see things from my eyes. I'll be able to play for you and everybody else. Awesome. It's going to be great.
0: I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for today. Awesome. a short, sweet. Eh, it was decent. I had fun. You know, you had fun? <laughs> yeah, I had fun. Um, I wish next time we'll give you a little taste of what Joshi has in his pocket. DJ Trickster, maybe. maybe DJ Trickster and DJ Momo will play back to back.
1: Maybe we
0: could see like what the crowd likes more. It could be a competition. Yeah, it we gonna could, be fun.
1: We could. The uh, crowd
0: will be sterling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the crowd will be sterling. So there'll be no dancing. No,
0: it <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a lot of fist bumping and jumping. Oh. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll mean. even get you behind the turntables. Holy like shit, forget, let forget. let your audience see what you got. All right,
0: I, I have to practice. I don't know how to, how to do any of that. But uh, I'll show. We'll you. see. You got cool. Cool. Little pointers. <laughs> um. All right. Thank you for coming onto the pod, Joshi, Right before I'm leaving for New York. Um. Stay tuned for a bunch of New York podcasts coming soon.
1: Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Of course. Have thank fun in New coming. York oh. for me.
0: For a month, it's gonna be fantastic. You better, you I miss better, like, it. You better
1: Facetime me or something because I, uh, I miss it.
0: I know. I I'll, I'll well, we're on Snap, so I got I you. Bet. All right, so catch you next time on Mama on the Move.
1: Peace out, guys.